you come in thinking, you know, this gig's already mine, I'm coming in, I'm owning it, it makes you a little rigid, right? Because there's this kind of, it can very easily slip into ego, it can very easily slip into arrogance. It's much better to approach things like taking the gig out of the equation and going in and just playing. Because that's ultimately what everyone wants. You have to have belief in self. Because if you're weighing your happiness on gigs, what will happen is you'll never appreciate it when you get the gigs, if you get the gigs. Hey, it's Tony Babcock, and you're listening to the Improv Your Acting Podcast. Sharing insights, interviews, and in-class teachings all through the power of improv. Hey, it's you again. Welcome back. Now stop me if you've heard this one. You get a call with a huge audition. The biggest audition you've ever had in your whole career. You start to feel excited, joyful, stars in your eyes. You start to see yourself playing this role. Admiration and longevity in your career. Stability. The feeling of finally being enough. Finally having people see your potential and buy into it and choose you. And then you put the phone down and you realize now you have some work to do. And the voices start. You're gonna screw it up. You are a terrible actor. We all know the voices. But you don't dwell on it. You let those voices go away. You meditate. You do a workout. You dive into the work. You start to analyze the script and you start to fall in love with this character, with this setting, with this genre. You're so excited to be a part of this industry that's so intrinsic inside of you in every blood vessel. And you get really excited for the audition. Sounding familiar? The day comes of the audition. You make sure you wake up extra early, you do your meditation, you work out, have your wheatgrass smoothie, and you're on your way. You're on top of the world. You're going to an audition, and this is a big audition. This is an audition that you deserve. You walk through that door. You enter the audition waiting room, and you see six people that look exactly like you. All of a sudden, that confident actor from earlier isn't feeling so confident. That negative voice has come back in. That That person is better. better. You breathe it away. You don't give in to it. You let it pass. You focus on the story. You focus on the love and the joy for what you do. So you go into the audition and it goes really well. You're grounded. You're in the moment. The casting director is laughing and having a great time. You are so good. No, like you are so good. We loved you. You say, thanks. Thank you. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. No, seriously, you are amazing. You leave the audition on a high. If you were the king or queen of the world before, now you own the entire universe. You walk down the street as the soundtrack of every musical you've ever seen plays in your head. Except this time it's your musical, starring you. You start to dream of how this job will be when you're on set or on stage and you're surrounded by your greatness. Everyone looking at you, adoring you, finally seeing that you're worth it. And then a day goes by and your agent hasn't called. And then two days goes by 
<laughs> They'll call soon, I'm sure. They're just still making their decision. And then three days goes by. Well, you know what? I I'm sure I'll find out. If it's meant to be, it'll be. And then four, five, and six days go by, and pretty soon it's a week, and you haven't heard back from the casting director. All of a sudden, you start to feel heavy. You start to question every choice you made in that room. You question the, the waiting room. You start to think of the other actors who were sitting around you. You start to tell yourself, I should have done more. I should have worked on the script more. I should have spent more time. You drive yourself crazy, wondering why, why not me? And then you take on that heavy weight and you take it into the next audition. And this time, you don't try as hard. You don't fully give in to your playful child because you don't want them getting hurt. So you dip one toe in the water. You're one foot in, one foot out. You're halfway out the door. And then when you don't book the next audition, you think, well, I didn't do my best. So it was because of this, it was because of that. I hate this industry, I hate this business. It's the business's fault, it's not my fault. And the cycle continues. And pretty soon, a year goes by, two years goes by. And you decide you're out of this game. You're out of the business, you're not gonna do this anymore. What is this weight I'm talking about? Well, of course, it's the feeling of rejection. And whether you admit it or not, it affects all of us. Fortunately, there's a way out of the rejection cycle. Creativity, it's a whole different ballgame. Artistry is a completely different ballgame. You've got to think of it in an opposite. You've got to think of it like, if I know I'm enough right now, then I am enough, and therefore, the gigs that I desire will come to me. The rest of it is just, is just technique, and that's short, yes? But technique does not take you anywhere if you don't have self-belief. Because in acting, you never know why you didn't book. It could be that you look like someone they don't like. It could be that you are, that you were perfect for it and then someone walked in right after you and they were just exactly the essence. So, so, what's, the, so what's the feedback I could possibly give you on that? Can, next time, can you be more of that person's essence? When a director or producer approaches a casting director in order to cast a role for something, be it a TV show, a film, a commercial, a theater show, a voiceover gig, whatever it may be, they approach a casting director to help them find an actor or actors to fill multiple roles. The casting director then sends out a breakdown of each role to all the agents and agencies in the city. The agent's job is then to figure out who on their roster will fit that role or those roles. They'll submit all the actors they have that fit each and every role. And from there, the casting director will choose a small pool of actors to come in and audition for each role. That's when you get the call. Your agent calls you and tells you you're gonna go in and audition for this role. You get the script a few days before, you make sure you're off book, you work on the character, you break down the scene, and you get yourself ready for the audition. The casting director is counting on you. They are auditioning just as much as you are. They wanna look good for the directors and producers of the projects. They wanna work again, just like us. So they're expecting everyone they call in to be good, to be right for the role. 
to be unique and interesting and spontaneous. Then, if that happens and everyone comes in and does a great job, the director and producer then have the daunting task to choose one of those people. That doesn't mean they're rejecting everyone else. It just means that they, they're gonna select the person that they feel will fit the role the most, who is the easiest to get along with on set, and maybe who has the most experience. But not necessarily in that order and not necessarily all of those things. So it's really nonsensical to get emotional about not getting a part. Because it's not about you. It's, it's not personal. In fact, in life, it's never personal. But we feel defeated. Because, as we talk about all the time, improv teaches us to live in the moment. But most of us live in the past or in the future. We're in the past still rejecting ourselves for past mistakes. And then when something doesn't happen, when we don't get a role, we just default to a past mistake. We think, I didn't get it because my voice is bad. I didn't get it because I haven't learned how to do this. I didn't get it because that person booked it over me last time and they probably did again. Or we live in the future. I'm not going to book it because, you know... I don't have any potential. I'm not going to book it because I can't really do anything well and I don't have a future ahead of me. Trust me, if a casting director could call in every actor in the city, they would. And if a director and producer could choose every actor who auditions for them, they would. But it's just math, my friends. Only one person can be chosen for each role. The only person rejecting you is, yes, you guessed it, yourself. But it still stings, doesn't it? No matter how many times you hear this, and I'm sure this isn't the first time you've heard it, no matter how many times, it still, it still hurts, right? And that's normal, right? Because in our world, for whatever reason, our identity is so heavily attached to our careers and our success. But we have to remember something. Again, we go back to improvisation. Your playful child, your true self, who's not attached to labels who's not attached to identification. So how do we deal with it? How do we deal with rejection? Well, I think it all starts from the very beginning. I think it starts with the way you approach an audition. I said before, this industry is so much about relationship. In fact, life is about relationship. So the next time you go to an audition, why don't you make it your mission to build a relationship with that casting director, with the director, the producer, the receptionist, the cameraman. How do you do that? <laughs> Not by walking in and giving them your cards. Hey, nice to meet you, Tony Babcock. Yeah, hey, hey, <laughs> I know I'm pretty great. <laughs> but by showing up and doing your work and then getting the heck out of there as fast as you can so they can move on with the process. By continuously going to auditions and doing well. By stepping up to the occasion and then leaving it in the room. And what does that mean, leaving it in the room? <laughs> how many times have you left an audition and then you're repeating in your head over and over again what you did in that audition? Should have had a V8. 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 <sighs> I should have had a V8. I think the key is to let go of the audition before it even happens. Think about that. If the next time you go to an audition and your goal is just to build a relationship by coming in and doing your best and playing and really doing it for you and not for anyone else, then you can't fail. You take winning out of the equation. You know, I often hear about this notion of winning auditions, but I also think there's such thing as trying too hard. I think there's a really great strength in 
stillness, in calm. You're going in there to that audition and you have your brand and your true uniqueness. And if they don't want that, if that doesn't fit for the project, then so be it. That's fine. That's okay. Hey, great. They called you in. How awesome. You know, one little technique I like to use is before I go into an audition, I visualize something coming up very soon that has nothing to do with acting that brings me a lot of joy. So maybe I'm going to see my partner that evening. I'm looking forward to that. Maybe I have you know, a a trip that I'm going on in a few days. So I, I focus on that and I visualize that. And then I walk into the room with that energy. And you know what that does? A, it makes me human. B, it makes me outwardly focused and therefore interesting. And C, it takes away my reliance on this gig. And therefore it makes me look like I'm in demand. I'm on my way to another audition. And hopefully I am. Is it not true that you work the most when you work the most? So I want you to let go of rejection and I want you to think of it as selection. They have to select one person. And the others, they will remember. If you show up and always do a great job, you'll always be remembered and you will book. I promise. But just for a moment, close your eyes and breathe into I'm exactly where I need to be right now. And that's a notion you can't reject. Thanks for listening to the Improv Your Acting podcast. To find out more, please visit us online at www.improvyouracting.com or you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or any other social channel. Until next time, live in the danger zone, not the comfort zone. Oh, and if you like what you heard, please share this podcast with others and feel free to subscribe and leave a comment.